Hey, it's Chris from The Morning Mix on 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. We were lucky enough to have a few minutes with Steven Sanchez. He was in town to perform his new song, Until I Found You, at Lincoln Hall, which was awesome. And he's going to be back here in Chicago in October performing at The Riv. Uh, please enjoy Steven Sanchez. Well, thank you guys for coming all the way into the city. So you were in Detroit yeah. last night. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at Lincoln Hall tonight? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. Fun. I'm so excited. You've Have you performed in Chicago before? Have you done no. shows? I've always wanted to come to Chicago. Yeah. It's so pretty. It's yeah. really oh. nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And you hear you got a little fresh snow this morning, so that's nice. You've got that, that to nice. look at, which is yeah, good. that's good. <laughs> but you grew up in Sacramento uh-huh. originally? Yeah. And so uh, now are you Nashville-based? Nashville. Is that right? So yeah, what I got made... a house in Nashville now. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah, Congrats, really nice. man. Good for you. you. Yeah, Dang. thanks, man. 20, a homeowner? 20 it's all coming homeowner. together, dude. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I never thought that that would happen, but it's yeah. really cool. That's fantastic. So, so what, made, what made you make the jump from the West Coast to Nashville? Um, It's just more affordable, and I don't get taxed, and so... You know, reselling my house will also be great because Nashville is kind of a hot spot. Yeah. So if ever I were to sell it and move somewhere else, right, I wouldn't be screwed or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, you are wiser beyond your ears, or however that goes. Wise beyond ah, you're you know wiser I mean. beyond ears. or wise beyond your ears. You're, yeah, that's wise good. ass. Why I don't you're know, a wise whatever. ass. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was up. reading um, that you kind of grew up on like '50s and '60s pop music, yeah. rock and pop, and that came. Through you and your grandfather getting together, is that right? Yeah. Looking at records and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so on on one side, so my dad, uh, his parents divorced, so I have two sets of grandparents. So oh, on nice. one side, uh, my dad's dad played guitar and wrote songs. Okay. And then on the other side, his mom married um, my other grandpa. His name's Fred. Okay. And he had this property, he still has it. Um, they have this property where the main house is like sat in between two barns. Oh, and my cool! My grandpa collects vinyl and like records and all sorts of stuff, and and so he, uh, yeah, he just had a ton of records and stuff, and so I found like the music that I love to listen to through him, and then I learned how to actually play it from my other grandpa. So yeah. it's like it's very cool. Yeah, that's really so. Growing up at school, were you like, no, you guys, this is it. Like, listen to this, and everybody's listening to like. I don't know at that time, like yeah. Hannah Montana and stuff. I don't you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, no, 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 check this out. Well, it was cool too, because it was just like, you know, I spend like school, like days at school, just at school, and then like go home and like listen to the vinyl, like put it yeah. on the record player and stuff. And yeah. That would be my first interaction with that music, like and first interaction with that song is from the hard copy. You know, like yeah. nothing was digital, like for me. It was all on that vinyl. Record, That's so cool. So sick. Yeah, it's funny. So I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, right? That's and awesome. so yeah, it's great. But in their world, everything's on demand because yeah. it's like, oh, I want to hear Sing Too. I'm like, great, boom, and it's on, right? Yeah. So we have a record player. So I was at the record store with my son last week, and I picked out some records from the kids section. Cool. And so now it's like become this game changer in our house because my daughter will come downstairs in the morning. She's like, I want to pick out a record. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. And the idea of her being. It's kind of like I, I liken it to driving a like a stick shift car. Like you're a yeah. part of the experience because totally. you have to like you know make sure the weight is right, set the needle. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Like uh oh, there's dust all over there. We gotta wipe it off. Okay, let's put it back. And yeah, yeah. time to flip the record. You know. Uh-huh. So that experience of having the hands on with the music, and for that same reason, I just like to leave instruments out around the house. We have yeah. guitars out and like a piano out and Love stuff like that. that. Did you wow. grow up that way, just with instruments around you? Uh, no, actually. I mean. I'm like the only, I'm like a 
the black sheep of my family. <laughs> You're the only one into like, music. Everyone went to college. Like everybody, <laughs> you know, has like a really stable job. And, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm gonna drop out of high school and become a musician, and then I did, and then got a record deal, and now here we are. And yeah, like, right. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it now they out. all come to celebrate That's at your rare. house. That's cool. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> yeah. But um. But yeah, um, it's just it's really it's really bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre. I don't even know. Yeah. Does yeah. it feel like um, like it's been on fast forward all of a sudden? Do you ever take a moment, like take a deep breath and look around? And you're like, holy crap. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't feel. I don't feel that important ever, really. You know, like, I'm just kind of, like, I don't know. My perception of it's, I, I feel like, you know, kind of just in the sense of, like, we're all just, like, human beings, you know? Yeah. And, like, we're doing all of this songwriting and, like, right. we're just a bunch of people with new ideas trying to give something to the world that, like, they haven't heard before. Yeah. You know, but somehow it ends up still feeling familiar and, like, you know, relatable and all that. And I, it's just cool. Like, it's just normal people championing other people. Yeah. Like, somehow, like, you know. No, I love that. famous now. It's just like, no, like, I'm just a guy, you know? Right, yeah. So, you're yeah, right. Who has, like, something I'm trying to, some emotional connection I'm trying to make with you. Sure, just yeah. Just through music. So it's, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a, it's a trip. It's really, it's really cool. So definitely thinking about it. I'm like, man, I just, this is really interesting. And cool yeah. And I'm grateful for it. So how did the uh, do you like the re-release with M Byhold? I don't yeah. know. You don't call that a remix, right? I mean, uh, not the, really, the feature. feature? Version, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. How did that come together? Yeah. So my A and R connected me with M Byhold, um, and it just kind of fell into place. Like he hit me up. He's like, "Man, the song's doing so well. Like we should do like we should consider a feature version." Yeah. And initially, I you know truthfully, I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." how I feel about that because the song is about a real person and like, you know, that person sang on the song. And like, right. so to me, it was like really emotional for me to have anybody else be in the conversation of that. Yeah. Um, and so it was just, it was really hard for me at first, but then like, you know, obviously M is so talented and so amazing. And so it just made it very easy to be open to that. Yeah. And be like, Oh yeah. Like this makes sense. And like, she wrote, you know, the verse and we kind of, um perfected it together and then you know that in itself has like given the song a new life and a new meaning for people yeah. and like and I think that's a really beautiful thing that we've gotten to do and I'm really grateful to her for that and yeah I'm just really glad that that exists you know yeah that has to be a unique kind of moment of vulnerability like yeah. you just said it's a really personal song yeah she has a single that's really personal you know sure. separately and then you guys come together and you're like okay you can you know, it's like, yeah. all right, you can help decorate my house that I just built, I guess. Yeah. You don't live here. I live here. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's, that's like a the really weird way of saying it. Like, you get a house and, like, someone's helping you pick the furniture. Yeah. And you're like, it's well, just, I, I live here, though. Like, like, you know. Oh, like, and then they do a really great job. Yeah. And you're like, like, oh, wait, oh. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's so interesting. But, uh, but I had no doubts. Like, her, like, immediately when we met and, like, we started doing stuff, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah this is easy to know. Um, but yeah, it's great. So I was listening to your album, and what I like about it, a the like somehow you're harnessing this like retro feeling but making it current which is really cool yeah. and i love it and i grew up on motown like my parent my mom specifically like my mom yeah it was all like jackson five like commodores uh marvin gay stevie wonder like all that stuff growing so up good. yeah that's like everything my mom loved right and then it dipped into disco <laughs> yeah as I, you know oh, that nice. was like okay so these two different 
And so listening to your album, like I kept, I can't help but hear like, oh, this reminds me of this, this reminds me of that. But it was like, um, like fireworks, like every two seconds there was like a different name. So I was like, oh, Vance Joy. Well, this is kind of like, this is kind of Dylan-esque. Like, wait a second, this sort of sounds like Chuck Berry. And so, yeah, like who were the artists that when you were picking those records that you were drawn to growing up? Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, I, Gosh, Roy Orbison is huge for me. Yeah. And the platters are huge for me. I mean, it's like, you know, I, yeah, like the platters were just like, I, I just, this, the way that they've written those songs, um, whoever wrote them, I, I, I can't name them off the top of my head. But yeah. God, I mean, it was just, it was perfect. It's just perfect. And, and Roy Orbison's voice is perfect. And his songwriting is perfect. And just like, yeah, and then, you know, from more modern artists like Lord Huron, who even they have, like, that retro yeah. feel to them. Like, and, and every record is different. Like, some of their records feel like an adventure, and some of them feel like they're taking you back in time. And some of them feel like they're from a time that doesn't even exist, you know? And, and I think for me, like, listening to that music was really grounding for me because it helped me kind of just, like, self-discover, like, my own sound as well. Yeah. You know, and... And then other artists like Hamilton Lighthouser and like a weird one, Need to Breathe. Was oh, yeah. really big for me too. Yeah. Like, like even just stylistically, like how I sang, like the vibrato and that whole thing, like originally came from like Bear's vibrato, like the lead singer in that band and like his southern roots and like his his draw from like R&B and Motown yeah. and all that, you know. And um, yeah, and so like, and then self-discovering like that 50s and 60s sound, like it just amplified that with the gusto of these big yeah. voices back in the day and you know it's amazing yeah. yeah so when you're like okay an idea strikes you do you reach for a guitar first or go to a piano i usually will write down a thought oh really okay yeah, like i i usually don't ever like i usually don't ever like start like okay i'm gonna write a song and like yeah. sit down with a guitar right, right. Like, here write, i go you know it's yeah. like literally like i'm just thinking about i have a bad habit of writing songs about real people uh, obviously like George is a real person and until I found you is a song about like yeah. our real love. And so like for me, like every song kind of starts with like, oh, I care about this person and I love them. So it's easy to write about them. Yeah. And so I just am writing about them as a person and them from my perspective. Yeah. And uh, I think that's really beautiful. And um, yeah, I really love doing that. So that's usually how it starts. And then I'll kind of pick a piano or guitar and to build it out from there. Kind of build it from there. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of in a positive way. And maybe this is just me on the sidelines looking in, but it feels like that's kind of where we're at in music right now, where we're craving authenticity, yeah. vulnerability, and like the character of music. It's kind of like, no, 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 no. I wanna like I wanna hear from this artist directly yeah. rather than, you know, like you saying, Oh, I write all these songs about actual things in my life, people in my life. I think that's kind of what people are craving now, because we went through this whole wave of like this fake social media world that we were all sort of floating in for a while. And now it seems like we're all sort of grasping for authenticity in a way, yeah. you know? And I think that's, what's so interesting to see in music now where we're getting like actual, you know, like you see it with Miley Cyrus with like flower. You know, I just sure. feel like you're seeing it in, in, in pop music more than just storytelling. If that makes sense. Sure. I might be yeah. out to lunch on this. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think it's important to, Right, what's true and what's real, and I, I think that like nothing's more real than yeah. thinking about the way that you feel, you know, and the way that you love somebody, you know. Yeah, and it's just like it's just real, like to you. you know? So seeing that, like you're putting that out in the world, and you're playing all these shows around the country now, 
And I'm sure certainly like when you play until I found you, but are you seeing it come back at you like at 10 X? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Cause yeah. we're hearing from people who are like, Oh, this is my wedding song. Like oh, this yeah. song, you know what I mean? Or, Oh, this is our song now. And people are taking this story that was so personal for you. Yeah. And now they're owning it and going, no, 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 this is ours now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that experience weird for you? Is it exciting for you? Uh, it's a mix of everything, honestly. Like, um, on another, on another, uh, interview I had, I just got super emotional because it's just like that song was never supposed to be for anybody else. Yeah, it was just like I really, I literally wrote that song for the sole purpose of telling the girl that I loved that I loved her, and then like, and now it's like it's even more beautiful just in the sense that like other people can feel that love that was there and like are able to use that song to soundtrack their own story yeah and that's just that is so beautiful like that's so beautiful and i'm like i'll never take that for granted because it's just i mean for both of us for georgia and i like we you know talked about it obviously because like the song is humongous yeah and uh we like reflect back on that time we're just like man like that is it is so amazing to see like this song everywhere you know and we sing on it together and like just that time is immortalized forever now, obviously. And it's just, it's nice to, you know, be able to have a couple different things immortalized from that, like other people's love stories too. Yeah. So, it's cool. Yeah. There's some really amazing, like connective tissue yeah. in the music, you know, really like you're putting sweet. it back out, you're getting it back in a different way. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, awesome. Well, congratulations. Sincerely. It's really, really cool to see. Love the music. Love the album. Uh, Evangeline is awesome. So Thank that's the you. new song. Yeah. yeah. And are you playing that live now? Is that oh, a new yeah. experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> People We've been playing a couple new songs off the new record that's coming out in the summer. Oh, cool. So some sneak peeks at the live shows? Little sneak oh, peeks. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Very exciting. Do yeah. you see people at those shows like singing those lyrics already to you? And you're like, how is this happening? Do you see that yet? Oh, yeah. People are screaming that's crazy. Evangeline. I'm just like, man, this is amazing. Yeah. This is so cool. And I just like... I don't know, parts of me are still, like, so, and this is, like, totally naive to think, but it's just, like, I'm, like, there's no way people are listening or, like, know the lyrics. And then I go out and, like, they do, and I'm, like. Yeah. What? What? Because I'm just, like, I just remember the time when, like, no one was listening, you know? And, like, I didn't even have a song out. And, like, I just remember, I can literally remember being in high school and, like, I, like, self-released Kayla, like, which is on the first EP. And I put it on SoundCloud and, like, I put it up for a week. And then I deleted it, and I was just like, oh, this is so dumb. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm trying to, like, do this thing. Like, teachers were trying to help me, like, record music, like, out of their classrooms, you know? And, like, I just remember that time, and it was just so, it's just so, it feels so close and so far away still. Yeah. And, just like, and so to have people actually know my songs and, like, sing them back to me, I'm just like, this is so such a gift yeah such a gift and it's so beautiful that's such a great perspective to have on this all yeah good for you man yeah and tonight you're at lincoln hall yes and then you're coming back in october yes and that we're safe to say that right yeah good okay good at the riv yeah yeah. okay good (laughs) because always it's like well wait till wait till after tonight hang on no No, that's awesome man yeah we're coming back that's good for you congrats that's great thank you yeah and that's a really fun venue in chicago yeah good for you so that's really great and that's a cool area there uptown like bunch of restaurants bars and stuff right there so uh now bars wise when's your 21st is it coming up uh it's actually so we're playing the wiltern for two nights and i turned 21 at the wiltern at at that show oh so it'll be a birthday party for you i will be drinking at that show yeah watch out and it will be awesome (laughs) (laughs) 
That's another great venue. That's awesome. I'll be sober. I'll be like ready for the show, obviously. But we'll be like, yeah. don't worry. I won't be like stumbling off. Yeah, no, it's not going to be some <laughs> Scott Stapp of Creed moment. <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, Stephen, thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. We really Thank appreciate you, it. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Cheers.